Good morning, Lorna. Good morning, Lena. And good morning, Terriers. Welcome back. It's episode two. For us, it is the end of the fourth week. End of week four. We're end a quarter of the four, way through. Which is basically halfway through because all of our Terriers listening at home are listening to this on Monday, the beginning of week five, which is basically week six, which means that our three week is practically over mm-hmm. and it's almost January, mm-hmm. which means it's almost Groundhog's Day. Yeah, pretty much. We're uh, we're almost done. But just got Halloween to get through. Right. We don't need to get ahead of every ourselves. Other month. How was your week four? Week four was pretty good. We've got some things going on. Things are starting up for the school year. Uh, we had our first sustainable development committee meeting. We have a lot. F- we have a lot planned this year. We have a lot going on. We have the thrift store coming up. Um, we have, of course, we will discuss a little bit about it later. But we do have the thrift store coming up that will be implemented soon on Hiram's campus. We're also going to have a pop-up thrift store soon. That will be very exciting. I think it will be very exciting. So there was like the pop-up thrift store for Transgender Day of Visibility last semester. And I gave away some really good finds and I have enjoyed seeing people wearing them Mm -hmm. over campus. I'll be like in the dining hall and somebody will come in with like the best little fit and I'll be like, that's mine. Like I did that for them. Yes. It's very fun and very community building. Oh, I gave that. Now someone else is using it. Week four for me has been equally as busy. Um, The Lindsey Crane Center for Writing kicked off the Reading in the Rust Belt program this week. So um, if you don't know, over the course of the next few weeks, um, I can't can't remember if it's the end of October or the beginning of November, but uh, it goes until the end of October. But this past Wednesday, the 20th, was the kickoff event. So I was there because... um, First, I'm in Kirsten Parkinson's Telling Stories, and we had to do all of these different projects. So my group and I did, like, this exploration of Northeastern Ohio industry. Um, But I also introduced our visiting author, Phil Chrisman, who was super cool. I met him in, like, all of my classes because I'm an English student and writing student. So he was just visiting all of that to talk to us about his book and about his process. Um, He also edits, like... Uh, he's a professor at the University of Michigan, and so he edits their like prisoner creative writing program review. So I talked to him because of Writers in Residence, which also started this week. Mm-hmm. So we had our first workshop, and Very that cool. was super crazy. But all of that is over now, and I can relax for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then you can't relax anymore because we have so many events coming up. Yes, <laughs> I'll relax for two days, and then it'll all start over again. So Monday is actually the next program for the reading and reading the rust belt um event so there's uh another visiting author talking about what it means to be a rust belt femme so it's this big conversation about how like the region intersects with like lgbt identity and disability and all of these cool things so that'll be super duper fun yes we have sex carnival coming up thursday september 28th 6 to 8 p.m on the bc long Very exciting. I will be there for sure. I love Sex Carnival. It's also my friend Dane's birthday. So it's a good little birthday celebration as well. Maybe Captain Condon will sing him a little message, a little tune. That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. And I may be more excited about Friday than I am Thursday. Um, As much as I love the Sex Carnival, the Apple Cider Festival is next Friday. Yes. And... 
in my opinion, it is one of the best Hiram events. It is. It is fantastic. And to talk about it, we have a guest today, our first guest of the season, Zach Fox. Zach Fox. Hello. He's here. Everybody wants him, but we got him. Mm -hmm. He is on demand right now. (laughs) He's doing a lot. Zach, you you are doing a lot. I am doing a lot, yeah. So do you want to introduce yourself maybe for our new little terrier puppies that don't know you Mm -hmm. yet? Yeah, so my name's Zach. I am a graduate of Hiram. I graduated in 2021, and since then I've been serving as our sustainability coordinator for the college. So I do a whole lot um, on campus and at both of our field stations, which we could possibly get into later, but that's probably a good brief overview. Good little overview. So first things first, Apple Cider Festival is happening Friday. I am very excited. I'm sure you're very excited. But is there like a level of like, are you a little stressed out about it too? Oh yeah, it's definitely a little stressful just trying to get everything in order. Um, I, you know, every year we've done this, this will be the third one. Every year we've done it, it's increased from 60 people. Last year was 150 people. And this year we're expecting even more. So uh, yeah, just making it accessible and enjoyable for possibly like 200 people. It's a little stressful, but I'm super excited. There's going to be live music this year. There will? Yes. That's exciting. Aiden Stevens' band is playing um, Cup, and Jillian is also going to be singing. Jillian Turcola, who is our friend, of course, and a very appreciated Hiramite. Jillian did an internship for you over the summer. She did, yeah. It was a sustainable landscapes internship, so um, she helped me out a lot at Copper Beach Park next to the treehouse and at the field station maintaining some of our gardens and things like that. See, everybody is connected at Hiram. I love that so much. Yes. So cool. We also have some events coming up. We have some events that happened. We have some events coming up. So, of course, we discussed Apple Cider Fest, all the things going into this planning. Let's talk about what's already happened as well. How was the night hike? little recap. It was awesome. Um, you know, that's another one I've been doing every year, and it always gets a lot of attention. But this year we added on a star party at the end and so we got the chagrin valley astronomy society to come out with these huge fancy telescopes oh wow um and so once we finished the night hike which was about two miles um it was kind of timed up where we get to hills vista which is our grassland right at sunset and then we're in the woods for a couple miles at night and then when we pop out uh of the woods then it's just perfect stars it was honestly some of the best stars i've ever seen out there because it was a new moon and it was Uh, no clouds and it was kind of chilly which helps visibility Um, so it ended up being perfect we saw the international space station we got to see a lot of uh, galaxies and various things through the telescope so it was a lot of fun that's awesome i want to see stuff like that too i was unavailable but i'll be at the next one (laughs) i was available and it was so cool um something i didn't get to go to though because i mentioned wednesday was the kickoff for the rust belt was you hosted a library forum to talk about Hiram's new arboretum yeah so the arboretum got started uh last year the very end of uh the spring semester basically um and over the summer I had some students who were working on actually setting up the signs um things like that and then yeah now we're in kind of the getting people to engage with it phase so um yeah Wednesday had a library forum where I talked about the Arboretum and uh, kind of its past and then the future, ideas for the future. Um, But we also did 
this past week just to get students out and engaging with it. Um, a scavenger hunt where you could visit all the tree signs, all 50 of them, um, to enter for some prizes. And we did a tree ID contest on the Grand Oak Trail, uh, which got some fun participation. People did really well on it, actually. That's cool. It's so cool to see everyone like come together and like just get involved with the different things that are implemented on campus, the new things that are implemented, mm -hmm. and then, you know, little prize incentive. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so let's also discuss something else that's new on campus. Very exciting. The Garden Pals Co-op. Speaking of people coming together and working. Yeah. Yeah, so um, out of the field station, we have several gardens, and uh, they're used to grow food for all the animals that we have out there. We have tons of animals that are resident year long and that get brought in for our rehab program and then released. So we need lots of food um, and sustainability is a huge goal out there. So instead of buying in industrial made food, we try and harvest as much from the area as possible. So uh, I just started taking over the gardens out there and wanted to get students involved because I know a lot of students want to learn more about gardening, um, how to grow food for themselves. And so I set up this cooperative where basically uh, this group will come in uh, throughout the, you know, the growing season and help me with all sorts of things from planting to weeding, watering, harvesting. Um, and because they're helping with that program, they get to share in at least half of the produce that we grow either for cooking individually for those that have access to kitchens, but we're also going to do group meals. Um, and those are going to be paired with workshops or field trips. So we'll likely visit um, Birdsong Farm, which is right across the street from the field station. And there's a no-till organic farm um, and do a lot of learning depending on what people are interested in. So, um, yeah, we're regularly getting like a dozen people at every single gardening event we've done so far, which is awesome. Way more work is being done than what I could do by myself. So it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, it's a good community building uh, thing people are making new friends there's a lot of first years involved so it's a lot of a lot of fun that is awesome I think it is so cool um so speaking of like old events and new events something that's going on um in October which you're doing for the second time right is the backpacking trip mm -hmm. yeah so um I, we I ran this two years ago along with Tech and Trek and we took a backpacking trip to Allegheny National Forest. Uh, that's most likely where we're going to go again this year, but I've been thinking about maybe Dolly Sods in West Virginia, which is my favorite backpacking place. Um, but yeah, it's a great time. Uh, it'll just be a one night trip, so we'll hike you know, several miles the first day, camp out, and then hike out the second day. Um, and it's a lot of fun. But for people that are not um, ready to go on a backpacking trip, it might be a little too intense for them. Maybe they've never done camping. Um, October 6th, which is a Friday to 7th, we're also doing a beginner's camping trip at the field station, um, which will actually be led by some students. Um, so Betty Marin and uh, Rain Williams and Alicia Ralston are all going to uh, help lead that. And it'll be at our observation building. So it's going to be in a lawn. You'll have access to a bathroom. But you'll learn how to set up a tent and start a fire and just get comfortable camping if that's something you've never done before. Or if it is and you just want to hang out, that's cool too. Um, so I'm excited for that opportunity as well. That is so cool. Um, so you're leading like a lot of 
on campus involvement, obviously specifically like field station involvement. How has that kind of evolved? It's like your second year, third school year working in this role. So how has that kind of like changed from when you came into everything? Uh, so from the start, that was actually in my job description. Like one of my goals is student engagement at the field station. Um, and it's definitely gotten bigger in the sense of more people are actually interested in doing it. Um, so I think it's nice to have kind of the consistency where we've done the apple cider festival this will be the third year and the night hike this is the third year and so people kind of know what to expect and it builds up a reputation so um everything i've done over the past few years and even including you know while i was a student i was um the eac president and the sdc chair and so even starting back then there's been just a continual increase in the number of people that want to get outside and get involved in things so that's really encouraging that it's actually worth my time to do all this stuff. That's really good to hear. Yeah. And I'm really happy that that has like existed and passed on because obviously Luna is here to rep EAC and SDC. Um, and that's super cool. But that's like that's like one half, right? Like the involvement because the other half is the sustainability side of things mm. um, like the waste diversion program and like the composting program. Like how do you handle that? side of everything yeah so that's really not even disconnected from student involvement because the students do most of the work for that the daily work um, so through sustainable development committee especially they do the collections for compost they do the waste aversion collections they're running the thrift store so all that stuff um, my biggest goal is like yeah I could come in and make Hiram more sustainable but if I'm not doing that involving students so that they can learn about it, then it's not really worth it. So um, they're definitely connected, but yeah, at the same time, I'm working on a lot of projects, a lot of big ideas for how we can reduce our carbon footprint and reduce waste. Those are kind of the two main focuses right now. So you mentioned earlier a little bit about how you maintain the like certain areas on campus with like the land management mm -hmm. as well as Copper Beach Park. How has that been going? Good. Yeah. So on campus, my the only thing I have uh, jurisdiction over is Copper Beach Park next nice. to the, <laughs> the tree house, which is fairly large. Um, it's a an acre and a half, two acres. Um, and when I kind of took over, it had been a little bit neglected and a overgrown so along with students um we've been really cleaning that up and then starting to plant new things um we have a permaculture food forest so uh, a whole bunch of perennial plants that grow food and medicine for people so that's a really fun part of it um and then out at the field station i'm managing all the food gardens and then starting in january i'll be taking over our land stewardship uh, manager position so I'm going to be managing all 550 acres out there wow. so we'll see uh, ask me again in a year <laughs> <laughs> isn't that sick okay so you have gotten to see parts of Hiram that a lot of students maybe don't get to experience even our well-seasoned field station regulars and hippy dippy terriers haven't really maybe explored as in depth as you have so do you have 
anything you'd like to highlight that might be a little underappreciated? Well, first I'll say get up to Northwoods. Um, of course. The, right. Yeah, the Northwoods Field Station is awesome. Um, plenty of students do make it up there, but it's a pretty small proportion. Um, just because it's far away, it's logistically a little more difficult to get up there. Um, but it is, like, my favorite place in the world. It's awesome. Um, yeah, as far as, like, kind of secret places, we have a lot of spots on campus that I think people might not realize are places that they can use. Um, so, like, behind Pendleton House, there's a Pendleton Garden. And it's there's not much there right now. It's been um, not really taken care of over the past several years. But the Hiram Garden Club which is a community college partnership is up and running again after a little bit of a hiatus and um, they're working on restoring all the gardens on campus. Um, so that's an example of one behind Bonnie Castle is the Bonnie Castle Gardens and also the Grand Oak Trail, um, another great spot. And then yeah, out at the field station, I mean, if you hike that whole, the five mile main loop, there's plenty of stuff to see and if you go off trail, which you're not supposed to, but I do, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of really cool spots, especially along Silver Creek. And lastly, I want to talk about one of the biggest, most monumentous <laughs> accomplishments of the year is Zach adopted a new a new kitten. I just want just want to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, so we had uh, some baby kittens that were found out at the field station underneath the deck of our bunkhouse, and uh, I adopted one of them. She's nine weeks old right now, uh, 2.5 pounds. Her name's Maple Leaf. She's a little uh, black and orange tortoiseshell, uh, and she is perfect. She scientifically proven, actually. I took her to the vet. They did some <laughs> tests, and they said she's perfect. So, wow. um, yeah, I love her. I love having her around. She is so cute, and for all of the Lorna fans at home, um, you know that I have a beautiful tortoiseshell named Gemini, and Maple Leaf has a similar facial color pattern to Gemini, which is that her face is kind of split, mm -hmm. you know, not as distinctly as Gemini's, but it is very cute, mm -hmm. and she is so small and not as mean as Gemini is. I love it. I love to hear it. I love the Hiram culture and our connection to cats everywhere oh, yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, we enjoyed having you on the podcast again for a second, second iteration of Terrier Talks. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Lena, now that it's just me and you, let's kind of wrap things up for all of our Terriers at home. So first things first, it's a new year. A new co-host, me. Mm -hmm. And we've got some new little recurring segments coming up. Dear Lena and Lorna. Yes. We want you. We want your answers. We want your questions. We want your stories. Anything you have, we will have a forum open very soon for you to talk to us. A terrier talks between host and audience. Again, to reiterate, this is no parasocial relationship. We are real people. We are your friends, mm -hmm. and we want to hear from you, your observations, your yes. problems, your highlights and achievements. So please stay vigilant on the lookout for this link, and with that same vigilance, watch out for COVID-19. Exactly. Please 
get your booster shot. Please. Do not get me sick. Please, please, please. I can't take it. I'm going to get my booster. I'm going to get my flu shot. You should too. We should all protect ourselves. If you're sick, wear a mask. We all have the same responsibility to take care of each other and work together in what is still a pandemic. And with that, talk Talk to you soon, soon, Terriers. Terriers.